Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Lola and Lani, Cityville's only drag podcast, with your hostesses, Merlola Bordeaux and Lannis Percocet. This week, we'll be right back, man. I just got to take a leak. So you don't have to. You're welcome. Fuck, Mary kill. Fuck, uh-huh. marry, and kill. Okay. I, you know, I just have to say that I think it's going to be weird because me and Mary have been friends for so long that, yeah. I mean, killing her, I'm totally fine because she's a bitch. But, you know, I just don't want to make the friendship weird by fucking her before that. You know, I, I think we've had, like, a really good, like, love-hate, frenemy kind of relationship. And I, I don't want to... Mm-hmm. You know, turning it into a a, a physical uh, romance right before the 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 the, the, the death uh, when I you know kill her. Yeah. You know, I, it just feels like a lot of emotion, and I don't know that I have that in me right now. You know. Uh yeah. I mean, you have to take care of yourself first and foremost. Yeah. You know, are you? I guess I would ask you when you are killing. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you exhibiting signs of self-care? You know, are you yeah. are you putting yourself first? Well, I just try not to be so hard on myself because, you know, uh, I'm just yeah. like, you know what? That I could have killed Mary, you know, cleaner. It could have been, you know, more precise. I could have, you know, uh, put down uh, some towels to soak up the blood so I didn't have to, like, you know, scrub so hard later. But you know what? I just try to tell myself, like, I did what I, I, I did my best in the moment. You know, I did what I could. Mm-hmm. And I just hope it was good for, you. I, I hope it's good for Mary. That's, you know. I think that's all you can really ask exactly. for. And I mean, at the same, like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, Mary has wanted to be murdered by me. For so long, but I want to make it special, you know. I don't want it to be like, like you know, oh, just like a, a quick like stab in the gut. Like I want. Well, she said, "Murder my vagina." She said she tweeted at me. Mm. I want you to murder my vagina, and she knew that I like to pretend that I'm Drake, and 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 uh, she is Amanda Bynes, and I just. I like to think that I did, in a sense, murder her vagina when I, mm. you know, murdered her vagina. Yeah. Well, I I really hope that Amanda Bynes is doing okay out there. Me too. Ah, uh, because what a what a girl, what a girl. She she that comedic timing as a child. I it as a child. Well, I don't. Th- I'm not really familiar with her child, like child, child, uh, stuff. But I have to say that her performance in Hairspray is phenomenal. Is it? Like her and Allison Janney. Have you, you haven't seen Hairspray? I've never, se- I've never seen it. No. Oh, girl. It's so good. I mean, like John Waters, to, to say nothing of yeah. the John Waters of it all, but like the, 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 the music, I mean, the both versions are fantastic. The, the, the musical with, you know, John Travolta and, uh, uh, Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. Mm-hmm. She's actually in it. <laughs> Did you know that? No, <laughs> no, I've never seen it. No, if 
If you watch Hairspray, Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray is in it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, uh, Amanda Bynes gives a career best singing, dancing, Ugh. comedic timing, boots down, and then and then in uh, in in Easy A, so good in Easy A, and it's not a huge role. I think that was her last role. I don't think she did. I think it was her last role, and she's so fucking good in it. She's... I just it yeah. it is really it is. I Wait. I mean I hope she's doing well. I I just her line. Uh, God tells us to love everyone, including the Horus and the homosexuals, but they just make it so difficult because they just keep doing it. <laughs> she is so good. So well, good. and apparently she hated her. She hated her performance. She thought she did terrible. And she was, because she EZA? was just. Yeah, because she was just so hard on herself. She was like. Uh, and and she wasn't getting the role she she was wanting anymore. She would like are, wait. First of all, are you telling me you never watched the Amanda show? No, <gasps> I know that it, I know oh. that it was a thing. Like I know that she had a sketch show as a as a child. Girl, that was like Family Channel though, wasn't it? Wasn't she Disney? Uh, Nickelodeon. It was Nickelodeon. Nickel- oh, Nickelodeon. Oh, well, that's its own fucking yeah bag of bullshit. A uh, uh, girl, did you did you read? I'm glad my mom is dead. <gasps> No, I did not, but I heard that it was Great. really good, but also like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's it's really it's really difficult. Uh and I think Jeanette McCurdy is like a very brave person and also just a very smart writer. Um I but anyway, she talks about Nickelodeon quite a bit because that was she was in the Nickelodeon yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wagon. Um but that really sucks because Amanda Bynes is like really good in Easy A, like yeah. naturally good. Her like she has natural comedic timing. Like she's doing a big clown performance. Yeah. But that's like that's the part she's she's doing. You know she she's doing the job. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah, it's it's so good and. Girl, you need to go back and you need to find some reruns of of the Amanda Show because it, like, I have not gone back and watched, but I still remember a large number of quotes and scenes that I think about semi regularly from that show. And she was like, you know, ten through like sixteen or something maybe when she did that. And it's it's not just like. Oh, this is like a, a like a kid doing like a st- sketch. Like it's it's smart. The comedic timing is insane. She is just so good, and I hope that I agree. I hope she's doing better because Lord knows she was not doing well for a while. And uh, I just I think it's a good thing that um, we are not seeing anything about her in the in the tabloids right now because that means yeah. they don't have anything to write about, and she's just just she's just trying to live her life. And I think, like, if 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 she never wants to perform again, then she has more than every goddamn right mm-hmm. to draw that line. Uh, but I do think that paired with the right director and writers that she trusts and her interest in it, I think we could have, like, there could be a really fucking great series sort of like a drama comedy series to come out of her talent. That's all I have to say. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and Amanda, if you're listening, 
We love you. Amanda. We love you. Amanda, we love you. Amanda, but in like a friend way. In a way that's like, I'm not going to murder your vagina, but if I do, it's as a friend, you know? And from a distance, we respect your your privacy Mm -hmm. and you are none of our business. We support from a distance. And you know what? I think I think we need to we need to talk about distance because I want to talk about distance in terms of long distance. And when I talk about long distance, I mean long distance running. Because Alanis, I think you and me, we can run across Canada long distance uh, better than Terry Fox ever could. Bye, bitch. Raising money for Amanda Bynes, not for anything in particular, just for just for her. Just for her to have? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's doing fine on her residuals or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, I just, I feel like we should run across Canada for Amanda Bynes. Long distance, bitch. And that's how we show her that we love her. And we're in different costumes from different projects that she worked on throughout. We are effectively running across Canada as Amanda Bynes. We, and, Mm. and, you know, I think that we're helping her her get back into get back in acting shape get back in if she wants no pressure amanda but we're we're out here we're telling you that you you deserve everything bitch you deserve everything you were a queen and uh and that's that isn't it wild that a child was given their own sketch comedy show and by all accounts like slayed uh-huh y- like deli- delivered mm-hmm. the goods but like how is a the the, the swing that that must have been because oh at the time it was God. all like it was like sitcoms well maybe this is before that but like sitcoms at, at least according to Jeanette McCurdy mm-hmm. it would be like iCarly like sitcoms for 12 year olds yeah well and this is this is just before like I- iCarly um and she was the Amanda show was actually a spin off of another um sketch comedy show on Nickelodeon called All That but it was like a revolving it was like a, more of a Saturday night live kind of a revolving door of different you know youths um oh uh, and then they were like this one has it give her her own show yeah and and uh, okay. and i as far as i'm aware Amanda Bynes ain't no nepo baby i i it, it was i think it it was just pure talent and they were like she yeah is a damn star give her her own show let's try it for a season and then she slayed for years i think the roster of disney children and nickelodeon children i don't think much of that had to do with nepo babies to my understanding at least from like the behind the scenes that you hear from Britney and like uh, Jessica Simpson and all them. Yeah. It was less to do with Nepo babies. Stage parents. Stage parents. Yeah. yeah. That is, that is stage parents that those, those children are the product of stage parents. Well, cause well, Jamie Lynn Spears, she was on all that. Uh, and then got a spinoff into her, well, not a spinoff exactly, but got spun off into her own. Um, uh, okay. So she's a Nepo baby. Well, Sort of, though, because, I mean, she's just Britney Spears' younger sister, but... Right. But her parents... And that's not nepotism because... I don't know. Uh, 
I'm thinking her parents were probably just as stage parenty to her as they were to. I guess there there is a little bit of nepotism going oh, on. Oh, for sure. It was still the early 2000s. Britney was yes big, but like also, I will say this: I expected great things from Jamie Lynn Spears because she was also had really good comedic timing as a young kid. She was funny, um, and now she's just like funny, as in like. Mm, that's mm, that's off, sis. What happened to you? You got pregnant at sixteen, and then you decided, well, guess that's it for me. Does she have a Does she have a bunch of children now? Did she just keep having them? I don't know. I don't know. I knew she had one at sixteen while she was still doing Zoe one hundred and one, and she was supposed to be this. This they sent her away to boarding school, or no, she was at. They sent her away to a different boarding school, and you only saw her from like the like chest, from like the the neck up, talking on like. Uh, 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 a screen because they were like, well, this character can't be pregnant, so... Oh my god, they Lucille balled her, but, like, <laughs> from a... Really? Yeah, yeah. But it was her... Sh- wait, it was her show. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the last couple seasons she either was not on it or or when she was, it was just... You saw her from a screen at a distance from the, like, head up or from the neck up and... They were like, yeah. Which, I mean, is also... I'm sorry, so she's Zoe of she, Zoe 101. Yeah. And she got relegated to a, like, secondary character that you only see if, over Zoom calls? Yes. I believe that is, that is correct. Which, like, is pretty fucked up because it's like... She is, she, she is the main character of the show. And, yeah... She just she Well what's really fucked up is I heard she had to film while she was giving birth. That's just the schedules overlapped, unfortunately. So you see her you see her uh you know, from about mm-hmm. maybe like chest up. She's in she's in a white gown. Yeah. She's she is distressed for some reason. But but they I'm gonna be honest, it was not easy to tell because the way she performed that scene while giving birth and not mm. letting on, letting on that she was, you know, it, it seemed like she was in intense emotional pain. But I had no idea until I've read her memoir years later that she was giving birth during that scene. She was giving birth during that scene. And they, from what I've seen, they green screened around her to make it look like she was on a dirt bike. Exactly. And which is why she's sort of like bearing down and yeah, like yelling. And, and when, uh, when there's like, when she gives little like... Uh, little yelps of, of, of pain because she couldn't hold all of the, the pain down. They just like kind of made it seem like the, the dirt bike like jumped a little bit and she went over a bump. Yeah. And what was that scene about? Why, why was she calling in from the a dirt bike uh, championship? Well, because she had to tell them they were wondering, I wonder how Zoe's doing after uh, six seasons of not seeing her at all. And they were like, you know what? We need to bring her in and we need we need to explain that she has been practicing her dirt biking skills mm-hmm. for the last six seasons. Uh, sh- sh- everybody should have graduated from the school by now, but no, the, everybody's still in the same grade. She is uh, <laughs> she is uh, 20, 26 years old, but she is uh, she she is uh, still in in, you know, grade eight or nine and. Um, and it was the it was the series finale, and she needed to let them know that she didn't leave them. 
No. She's just busy dirt biking. She's bi- and she is really okay at it. <laughs> she's really okay yeah, at it. Yeah. She's, you know, she figured out recently um that if you press down on on the on the on the uh pedal i don't think bikes have pedals but she figured this out if you press down on the pedal you go faster it's not true but she thought that 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 was happening Mm. and then when the baby comes and she screams it it's sort of very david lynchian it freeze frames on her face the scream continues to sort of echo and reverberate yeah uh, and it slowly it slowly fades to black and it says zoe 101 here on the, on the family channel. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, and that was a great way to go out. I think so. Well, and then the 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 uh spin-off of the show uh was uh Noe 101 because Zoe was gone. Noe 101. Yeah. So uh-huh. uh and uh, And it's about the dirt bikes. It's an animated show about the dirt bikes. Yes. Exactly. They have faces. This was like just before cars. Exactly. And it did not go feature. well, but it was, yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Nickelodeon's attempt. And then, I mean, cars, that, the idea was stolen by, um, by Pixar to, to then um, make cars. And uh, they yeah. didn't give Zoe or her dirt bike any recognition. And I think no. that's really why, Zo- that, that is why uh, Jamie Lynn Spears is so bitter. I think so. But at the end of the day, it did result in one of my all-time, maybe top five feature films, Cars 1. This episode is brought to you by Cars 1. Is it the same as Cars? Just Cars? Is is, Is it more like Cars 2? We're not sure. But you know what? It's a movie. And you can watch it. Starring Owen Wilson as Lightning McQueen. And I think Cheech or Chong was in it. Cars 1. It happened. Cars 1. Grounders rules. Okay, girl. I, I have got to ask you. When you were when you were a little bab, when you were a wee bab, uh, running around school in 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 your in your short bob wig and your your uh, kitten heels, yeah. Did you ever play grounders? Yeah. Oh yeah. I well, as you said in last week's episode, uh, I was a child when I was young, mm-hmm. and. And when I was a child, as a young person on the the playground, we would play grounders. I wonder if it's one of the... Okay, so basic basic concept of grounders for anyone who has not played is you're on a playset of some sort. Mm-hmm. Somebody has their eyes closed, mm-hmm. moving through it. They have to they have to tag you, and you can get around them by running on the ground, but if you are on the ground, they yell, they can yell grounders and that gets you out. Yes. Basic rules. Uh, Basic concept. More or less. Yeah. But the person who um, is it, 
Because somebody is it. And that is the person. Oh, who, honey. If they go, she is it, mama. She is it. She is it. She is the moment. Becky Joe. Becky Joe, she is it. Okay. For explanation purposes, Becky Joe. Becky Joe, she is it. That is an incredible one woman show. <laughs> Becky. The, the title of that alone, I need to write that as a one woman show. <laughs> Becky Joe, she is it. <laughs> and when people say, Becky Joe, she's it. I'm here to see Becky Joe. She's it. I will say, I'm not familiar with that show. We're showing Becky Joe. She is it. Yeah. So you can buy a ticket to that if you want. We ain't got no apostrophes, no punctuation. You can you can suck eggs if you if you're mm. gonna put an apostrophe in Becky Joe's title. And at the price of a at the price of eggs right now, Ooh. honey. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you. I can tell. I can tell by the look of you. You ain't own no chickens. No chickens. So, Becky Joe, we're playing grounders. She is, she is it. it. Becky Joe, she is she it. She is it. Um, and so if Becky Joe is on the ground walking around the the play structure, she doesn't have to have her eyes closed. Is that correct in your rules, grounders? If Becky Joe is it, and she is walking around on the ground, not on the play, not on the not on the play structure, she's on the ground. Oh, maybe that was a part of it. I don't remember that. She only, Becky Joe, she only has to close her eyes if she goes on to the, the play structure. She goes on to the play structure, oh. she has to close her eyes um, and, and try to get to, to somebody and, and tag them. And, or if she hears somebody on the ground and calls grounders, um, then that person is, is it. So one or the other. But if she is on the ground, she can run around on the ground. And if she is able to like jump up and tag you because you run across a bridge or something and, and she's right there, then she ain't got to have her eyes closed. Oh, I like that version of it. No, I that was not um, in, in rural Ontario. Mm-hmm. That was not in play. Huh. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. So she... Wherever Becky Joe was, any place Wherever, you would find Becky yeah. Joe, she had to have her eyes closed. Her eyes were closed, but I don't remember. I don't remember kids getting down onto the ground very often because the whole thing was if you heard, like, if you heard the wood chips a rustling. <gasps> oh, you had. Then you were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, someone's on the ground." I call grounders, and everyone else snitches that they are. Says. Is basically like that's it. Yeah, you are Becky Joe now. You are you. You're the new Becky Joe, and you, you're not it. You are it. But you're not Becky Joe. Um, <laughs> you're not it. So that's inter- wood chips. There were wood chips around around your your play structure. Yeah, we were we were a wood chip. I think I remember I remember being very young, uh, and a child, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps even a maybe five five or six and it was a it was a a a rock it was stones Mm -hmm. stone for the gods stones Mm -hmm. on the playground um and then eventually they changed the whole thing to wood chips interesting there was a big a big renovation and i would love to see pictures of the old play set because it, it to me it was like a massive a giant castle rising into the heavens mm-hmm. uh but i'm sure it was just a regularly sized thing yeah there was we had we had pebbles we had pebbles um yeah there was one uh play structure somewhere far away 
in in the in the neighborhood that had sand i think but we didn't go there much um so we had we had we had pebbles maybe mixed with sand which you can hear but if you walk really like quietly from one place to the next you can make it somewhere if becky joe is you know her attention's over here and you're like well i need to I, I need to I need to get that ladder over there because I'm on a slide right now. And if Becky Joe comes down mm. this slide, she's gonna get me. She's gonna get me. The day uh the thrill of hiding on the slide, knowing mm-hmm. that if Becky Joe goes down the slide, you become Becky Joe. She's yep. gonna grab you. Well, exactly. Although there was every now and then so uh you could somehow like Shift your yourself, and Becky Joe goes down the slide, and you're on top of the slide, holding on, and yes. everybody is watching. Mission you Impossible, mm-hmm. very possible, honey. And everybody is watching you, and everybody is like holding their breath and like giggling a little bit because they're like, "How is Becky Joe that dumb bitch? That dumb bitch, mm. Becky Joe? How does she not know that you are right there? She could, she could, she she is breathing on you." Her her hot breath is just oh. it's just in your in your face, and you can smell the Cheetos she ate two days ago. Because Becky Joe, she doesn't brush her teeth. She doesn't have to. She's it. Um, oh, she's it, honey. And Becky Joe, she's been it for ages. She's never got anybody. No, she doesn't fully understand the rules either. She no, I I I don't think it's that at all. She I, knows the rules to me. Well, yeah. She, Becky Joe, I think knows the rules. She loves being it. She likes the attention. She lo- she may have to have her eyes closed mm-hmm. during that time, but she knows that everyone else's eyes are open and on Becky Joe. And that's that's the center of the solo show. And that need, that love of the spotlight is what this solo play is going to be. Yes. Well, and the thing about Becky Joe, she loves the attention. She loves everybody wanting everybody's paying attention to where she is at all times. But the thing about Becky Joe is that she doesn't have great eyesight in the first place. And her parents, they can't afford to get her glasses. So even if Becky Joe weren't it, she would still be kind of like feeling her way around. So this way, people are paying attention to where she is. And that that I think was really smart on Becky Joe's part. I think that really she she made her her um weakness a, a strength. Can we just I want to rewind here just for a second Merlola. You had mentioned Becky Joe's parents. I have to ask Becky Joe is well she is it. It. We all we all know this. But is Becky Joe maybe making up for something that she's lacking at home. Yeah. Becky Jo doesn't oh have God. a great she doesn't have a great home life. She doesn't have a great home life. And what's going on? Well her parents for one are are a fifties sitcom couple who don't like each other and own they sleep in, in side by side beds. Um and but they, at every corner they are deliberately making each other's lives living hell. They don't have time to focus on Becky Joe, and and but when they're out in public, they act like 
the happiest couple. But Becky Jo, she knows. But she's the only one who knows. And what's she going to do? You know, who's going to believe her over her parents? This is, right now, this is, Becky Jo grew up in the in the, in the 90s. Nobody's, nobody's believing Becky Jo. And she's not going to hit. No one's hitting Becky Jo. The, she's being maybe neglected. She's being maybe neglected. And, um, you know, she's, she, she's raising herself. In a sense, mm, I get the sense with Becky Joe that she is raising herself too, and she is she's she's a real go getter. She mm-hmm. you know she she's she's sort of a Matilda figure, yeah, in a way. Yes, in that Danny DeVito plays her father in the movie that is going to be based on your book. Well, the solo play. Yes, yes, and yes, <laughs> Danny DeVito plays her father in the solo play, Becky mm. Joshi is it. Um, he so, has a voiceover. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and all all that had to happen was Becky Joe just called him up and said, hey, Danny DeVito, Matilda meant a lot to me. Um, it would mean a lot if you could just do a little bit of voiceover work. Uh, pro bono, I don't have any money. Um, and I also, I, I can't see very well um, because I don't have glasses and my, my eyesight is, sh- is shot to shit. Do you think you could just mm. help me out, man? And Danny DeVito, because Danny DeVito, he often plays really just dickheads. But he's like a really, really nice guy from all accounts. And he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Becky Joe. She 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 is raising herself, but in 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 at the same time she is raising herself up. She is raising herself yeah. up above where she where what her life is because that's not the life that she wants for her future. That's not the life she wants for her her kids uh, later on in life. Which she is not ready to have kids. But were she to um, pull a, a Zoe one hundred and one. And and become pregnant at sixteen, she wants to make sure that she doesn't have she doesn't live in a world where she is relegated to a a Zoom call. She she doesn't want to be in the Zoom no. call. She wants to live a full life. She doesn't want to give birth on a dirt bike. She wants she wants uh, she wants to be uh, somewhere on a desert highway riding on a Harley Davidson, long blonde hair mm. flowing in the wind. She doesn't want to be on a dirt bike giving birth on the Harley Davidson. Well, yeah, she's still doing that, but not giving birth on a dirt bike. No, Harley Davidson on. On a desert highway, long blonde hair, flowing in the wind. She's already got, she's got a passenger car, you know, attached to the Harley Davidson. So it's all set up with all the baby stuff she needs. And so she just, you know, it, it, and because Becky Joe has prepared and she is ready, she was ready for anything. Well, um, need I remind you, Becky Joe, she is it. She is it. And so she just like, ploop, baby pops out into the, into the, um, the the sidecar, uh, which is is with built. I mean, it's like a a, a cradle already because you're you're going down the the highway. It's 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 moving a bit. It's jiggling, and the baby goes right to sleep. She puts uh, a, a little uh, uh, enclosure over top, and it's got a, a mobile hanging there, spinning. And wow. that baby's well, because Becky Joe, she is it. She was she does not want what she had growing up. She is a fierce independent woman with a baby in her sidecar and she is going mm. down that desert highway long blonde hair flowing 
in the wind. Um, yeah. How, and, how long? It's not a safety hazard, is it? It would be for most people, but Becky Joe, she's it. And she knows exactly where it. her hair is at all times. Hairography. Yes. Hairography. Yes, bitch. Does Becky Joe see this for herself as a child? Becky Joe. So Becky Joe is on the playset. Her eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. She is. She feels somebody running past her and she decides, no. not today. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to relinquish it, hood, mm-hmm. just yet. She lets the child pass. She, 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 she gropes around in the dark, uh, you know, play acting at, at trying to, to win the game. Because she, she could easily, she could easily have tagged that child, but she oh, wants, easily, she's she, like a bat. And, she has echolocation yeah. basically at this point, and she wants everybody to underestimate her. She wants everybody to think, mm. "Oh, Becky Joe, that dumb bitch," but they don't know that Becky Joe, she is it. They say Becky Joe, that dumb you don't bitch, know. because. She also, she wants to, she doesn't want them to have such high expectations of her. She wants them to have low expectations of her so that when she succeeds in life beyond any of their wildest imaginations, they're like, holy shit. Becky Becky Joe, Joe, she is is it. it. Yeah. She indeed is it. And I love that for her. I guess I just, I, you know, I originally, I had worried about Becky Joe. The the eyesight, the 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 parents who are you know just not there for her at all, um, you know she she um, had tonsillitis constantly and never got them removed. I worried no. about her as well uh, on that playground, walking around. But she thrived. She thrived, and and she outsmarted everybody because she never wanted to but not be. I know that like we have a good sense of Becky Joe. On the, on the playground. Where she spent most of her days. Where she spent most of her days. But I guess I wonder, who is Becky Joe in the classroom? Her eyes have to be open. The teachers won't put up with that. No, she tried. Um, yeah, she said, I am it. And they said, yeah. no, girl. She, this, she, not, this, this is not it. Becky Joe, and at every chance she got, she said, um... Hey, teacher, uh, can we play heads up, seven up? Um, in which case, because she she could have her eyes closed. She could have her eyes closed. And I mean, she wasn't it, but she knew she was it. And because she wasn't going around poking people's thumbs and saying, hey, or tapping you and saying, you've got to put your your thumb down or whatever. She She was always there with her thumb up, with her eyes closed, being like, you know what? They're not going to tag me here because they know that on the playground where I spend most of my days, I am it. And here, nobody's going to give that to not me. Not it. Yeah, not it, bitch. Not it. Um, can you remind me of the rules of Heads Up, 7-Up? Okay. If I remember correctly, because it has been, you know, a week or two since I've played, um, there are seven, I think, seven people. It, you know, I think it depends on how many how many. How big your 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 group playing heads up seven up is, you know, if it's only like if it's like 15 people, maybe you have like three, maybe four people going around and they everybody has their heads down on their desk and their their thumb up. Um, and the the people who are at the few of them go around and they 
they they tap somebody or they they push their thumb down and uh then they go back up to the front of the room and uh then everybody opens their eyes and the people who were were tapped have to guess which person up there tapped them and if they get it right they switch places um but if they get it wrong uh they get stabbed right in the heart seven times so it's a dangerous seven game. times yeah seven yeah you just up. have to you just have to say who ta- who tapped you yeah but you know it's sometimes it's hard to tell because if they if they being sneaky if they being sneaky they walking on their tiptoes you're going to be like well that was definitely Martha because she's always walking on her tiptoes but it was actually Bradley and Bradley's like two hundred pounds in the fifth grade I don't know how he's so dainty walking like that but he figured it out and and nobody can figure out when it's him who's tapping them except Becky Joe well Martha Martha is really into her ballet classes she's been wearing her ballet shoes to school. Yeah, she's always on point. Yeah. Okay, so we have gone through the basic round of rules. We have gone through the basic rules. But Becky Jo, she's elite. She is elite. She is elite. Um, and she is it. But there, there is a rule that I think is important that we have not discussed. Um, and that is when somebody who is it, in this case, Becky Jo, um, if she is on the play structure and they catch her opening her eyes peeking. Now Becky Joe would never do this. But Be- this is a hypothetical. This doesn't apply to Becky Joe. No, exactly. I'm using her as an example, but you know, she would never do this. But so no. Becky Joe goes on to the play structure and she is doing that little thing where you know, it looks like her eyes are closed, but they're actually slightly fluttering open. Or she has her hands over her, her eyes, and, and she, but she got like, she's peeking through her fingers. And somebody catches her with her eyes open. They yell out, and this may have been a regional Winnipeg thing for me, and, uh, but somebody would, they would yell out, broken dishes, broken dishes. And that meant that the person had their eyes open. And then they had to uh, go back down onto the ground or something. I don't know. I don't remember exactly why, but you yelled out broken dishes if they opened their eyes. And, and, ooh. I mean, if, and it never would have happened to Becky Jo, but if it were to happen to her, Becky Jo, I think, because Grounders was so much a part of her life, she would have just, she would have died. People did try. People did try because they were like, well, I, you know what? Becky Jo, she's up here. She's it. I'm done with it. I'm done with Becky Jo. I'm done with Becky Jo. The vice grip that she holds over this playground. Yeah. And and somebody yells out, broken dishes on Becky Jo. And she just, she, she got, she does her echolocation, figures out where exactly they are. <laughs> Bing. And she, Bing. she faces them. And she, her eyes are closed. Oh my God. But she's still, it's, feels like she's looking them dead in the eye into their soul and she says where bitch show me these broken dishes she says where are those dishes mama look at these dishes they are intact and then she covers her eyes with her hands and she continues to walk yeah it's terrifying yeah because the kids the other kids you know, Martha and Bradley and, and all the rest of the gang, they start to figure out, like, 
I think Becky Joe knows exactly where we are. I think she knows. I think ex- Becky Joe knows exactly where we are. And and they test this theory by going so like right in front of her. Becky Joe, she figures out a, her own way to to Mission Impossible flip over the the slide so that she doesn't tag them because she and eyes closed mm-hmm. the whole time, of course. Oh yeah. Um, but she and so they start to figure out they they start to try to get tagged by Becky Joe, but she's too good. She is too good. And and they oh, start girl. to worry like Becky Joe knows exactly where we are. They go home at night. Martha, she 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 tries to sleep, but she's like she hears a a, a ping ping kind of a very high pitched sound and she's like she she can't sleep at night because she's like I I think Becky Joe knows exactly where I am right now in my room yeah. sleeping i i i i th- i i gotta get up i gotta i gotta go move and she she changed it she tells her parents mom dad i want to sleep in i want to i want to sleep in it in the in the basement in the bedroom down there in the spare room tonight is that okay and they're like sure 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 martha sure whatever you want honey um and so she she goes down and sleeps there and she's she's still on point this whole time ping ping Becky Jo still knows where she... Martha spends oh her God. whole life just terrified. Bradley, too. Every single one of those kids, because Becky Jo, she is it. <laughs> well, folks, that's going to do it for us here on the, the Lola and Lonnie podcast. If you are in the Cityville area this weekend, why don't you come on down to the Cityville Civic Center where Lola and Lonnie, hosts of the Lola and Lonnie podcast, are going to be teaching grounders rules to the children of Cityville. Because, you know, what is drag if not about teaching the children? We'll be out there walking those, teaching those children in nature. Teaching those children in nature, honey. Remember to continue demanding the defunding and demilitarization of your local police force because all cops are bastards. Mm-hmm. It's a broken system. Tear it down. Broken dishes. Tear it down. From Cityville, I'm Alanis Percocet. And I'm Lola Bordeaux. Sweet little kisses right in your ear. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Mwah. She's on the play. She's on the play set. And she someone says, who's it? And Becky Joe looks at them and says, I'm Becky Joe. I am it.